Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Presented by Oakshade Raceway. Show number 221. That's a lot of talk. That's a lot of freaking shows. There you go. Get up on that mic. No, I'm, I'm talking the other end. Oh. Up here. Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't remember which one you're in. Me too. Oh, there we go. I get it? Okay. Yeah, that's one. Coming at you live on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. Tonight on the show, uh, well, first, before we get to tonight on the show, first, uh, an update on Jerry. I know everybody's wondering where Jerry's at. Yeah, where's Jerry? Where is Jerry? Well, he called me tonight. He's uh, uh, he's going to take a little hiatus from the show. He's been taking a little hiatus yeah, from the show. it's going to be continued hiatus. Okay. Uh, until he gets his, uh, quote, S-H-I-T together. Really? No, straight. I'm sorry. He's got to get his shit straight. I see. He's got okay. cricket shit right now, so... Once he gets that straightened out, then uh, he'll be back with us. Hopefully. And we miss him. Yeah. Hopefully before the uh, Sandusky show coming up uh, in yeah. about a month. A little less than a month. Right right there at a month. Maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, tonight on the show, we have Dan Schaefer, Chris Sands, uh, a couple of Oakshade racers. Uh, they're going to be talking to us about the Hot Rod Welding and Engineering Chris Howard Memorial Dinner and Auction. That's coming up on Saturday, March 19th. That's next Saturday, I do believe. Wow. Uh, that's going to be at the uh, Morency Sportsman Club. And then uh, a little bit later on tonight, Rusty Schlenk's going to be joining us as well. Uh, he's going to talk about uh, the future of the sport uh, deal that's going to be actually at uh, the Chris Howard Memorial Dinner. And uh, also uh, we're going to talk to him a little bit uh, about the expenses uh, of traveling to race. Yeah, he, he had a really great weekend last weekend, and uh, financially it wasn't so great, so... It could be interesting. Speaking of Oakshade Raceway, I meant to uh, reach out to Chrissy to see where we're at on a uh, schedule yet. This is the weekend, Scott. The weekend if you, if you re, if you remember, this is the weekend that was always the uh, car show at the at uh, the mall in Bowling Green, and that's when the Oakshade schedule came out. Is it? Yep. I guess I never put those two things together, but yeah, it was always in. Well, then maybe this weekend we'll get it, and then Ooh. I'll have to post it up on, on the website. That'd be exciting. Um, so uh, visit oakshaderaceway dot com or uh, make sure to follow them on social media at uh, Oakshade Raceway on Twitter and Facebook. Summer Nationals—that's the only confirmed date that I can officially tell you about. That is uh, coming up on July sixteenth. Um, oh, they moved down oh. there. I, I, I was confused on my sponsors. I thought I forgot somebody here. Uh, also, uh, Freeze Frame Photos, got to thank them for uh, helping us out as well. If, for you had, your... if you had the sponsors scrolling across the bottom there. That might help. Y- you could, Yeah. Well, you distracted me with your volume thing. You didn't... That was 10 minutes ago, Scott. Oh, boy. This is going to be a long show. Uh, Freeze Frame Photos, they do special photo shoots by appointment. Uh, Give Charlie a call, 419-476-9978, and uh, check out uh, all the custom uh, things, knickknacks, calendars, can koozies that uh, uh, they can make for you with uh, whatever pictures you want that they have. It's pretty cool stuff. 
So uh, without uh, further ado, how about we uh, bring in our first guests here. They're together. Um, we got uh, Chris Sands and uh, Mr. Danny Schaefer. And you're muted. And I can't unmute you. There you go. There. All right. Now we can hear you. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> yes. how's, it, how's it going, gentlemen? Good, good. Now, uh, before we, we talk too much uh, about the, the Chris Howard Memorial here, um, a little bit of background on you guys. Uh, you know, Chris, you've moved up from uh, racing the Bombers and have a late model. Last I knew, you still have the late model, still doing anything with that? Yep, hopefully we'll be out there this year. I don't know with the cost of everything going up, if we'll be out there very much. But All right. And, uh, and Mr. Schaefer? And we're adding one to the family, so. Adding one? Yep. Race car or no, another Howard. Not a race car. Uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> it's like you're having another late model. <laughs> no, we're having a we having a baby boy in May. So, all right, congratulations. What's the due date in May? Not a Saturday, I hope. Uh, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday, <laughs> the tenth. Okay. I, I was hoping for the twenty first, but that's all right. <laughs> Early May. <clears throat> 21st. What am I missing? Your hero's birthday is May 21st. Oh, that's right. You're going to be like 107, right? Yeah. <laughs> Close. Uh, almost. Danny Schaefer also uh, joining us, longtime bomber, now super stock uh, driver. Um, and you were out there. You were out there a couple times this last year, weren't you? Yeah, I think I made about three quarters of the season last year. Okay. That's I thought enough. so, yeah. Yeah, I remember you beating me at least once, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know one for a fact was the Bomber Spectacular, and I was about to do backflips because I tried making that show for I don't know how many years and had not made it, and last year was the first year I've ever made it in, and that was a big win for me. Everybody thought I was crazy because I was all excited, hooting and hollering when I come in, and I finished third, but it was a win to me. Well, you, uh, that's a tough show. And this, yeah, and this is kind of a, a transition into that is, uh, this, uh, Chris Howard Memorial thing, uh, kind of ties into that as well. Why don't, uh, one of you guys kind of give us a, a little bit of background on uh, Chris Howard and, and how this, uh, dinner fundraiser event, uh, got started. Well, he, uh, Bomber Spectacular always paid a thousand to win and then Oakshade dropped it down to 500. And he heard about it, and he took 500 out of his wallet and gave it to Chrissy or Pam. I don't know which one for sure. But he said, that's the Bombers special night. That should be $1,000 to win. And he'd done that for, oh, I don't know, five, six years. And then after he passed, I said, well, I can't really afford to do that out of my wallet. <laughs> and I had to, I thought, well. Let's do a dinner thing where we can have a bunch of racers come and have a good time. And the money we get from that, we'll put back towards the points fund, extra, like the laps or whatever for the late models, special nights, you know, and then uh, the 500 back up to 1,000 for the Bomber Spectacular. Well, this is uh, the seventh year? Yeah, yeah, would have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying what? to think because we, did, we didn't we didn't have, have it for two years, but this is yeah, the seventh year. Yeah, because COVID got us for two. Sure. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> how'd you make it happen then the past couple of years? We, well, 
I built a fire ring one year and sold tickets for that. That's and, right. And uh, raised it, raised just enough for the five. Well, I, no, I was a little short. I had to come out of my pocket to get some, but um, we did that. And then last year we did the same thing with a bigger fire ring that. Um, what was that place called? That cut that. Custom Ag. Custom Ag. Um, lasered out the 169 with the angel wings in it and we sold tickets for that to come up with a 500 for last year's so oh. it's not like i haven't been still trying to do for oak shade or help oak shade out even though we haven't had the benefit i'm just glad we get to have it again this year and it's a I good time yeah i can't wait to see everybody so no, all the proceeds then go uh, back to into uh you know driver's hands i guess uh in some, some fashion some form or another they go back to either yeah, driver yeah. they go back to a driver somewhere somewhere along the line we get none of it <laughs> i mean <clears throat> we do yeah. like lap sponsors for memorial night we'll put in some of that in chris's name uh i know a few years we did uh the uh, hot rod welding engineering bomber class themselves and then on top of uh you know the bomber spectacular increased payout and that Michelle beat us to it this year. Yep. <laughs> now, how, I mean, uh, you got, I mean, there's a lot of respect for, for Chris Howard. I mean, this, describe the man, you know, Chris Howard, uh, and what he meant to you guys. Uh, he, he, he was the type of guy that would, he literally would give you anything that you needed. I mean, if he could, if he could make it happen for you, he would. Um, most kind hearted guy out there. Um, he got me back into racing. I, I raced, oh man, well, when I since I was 18 until I was uh, like 23 or 24, and then I had to get out of it for a little while. He got me back into the racing. That's why, you know, he means a big, big, big part of my life. You never blamed him for that? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. He, he actually, he, he saved me, put it that way. If it wasn't for him, I probably, I don't know what I'd be doing. <laughs> and it's not just us that he's helped. He's helped numerous drivers. I know he's helped Rusty win a championship when he was racing for John Bailey. Oh, yeah. Gave him an engine yeah. to finish out the season with and a sportsman. I mean, he's he's helped a ton of guys. And just the knowledge that he had that he gave to everybody was phenomenal. It was, it was hard to beat. He was a stand-up guy. And... He believed in anybody that we that would let him believe in him. So, awesome. yeah, he was he he brought the best out of everybody. I mean, he. If what if some of our <laughs> listeners want to come uh, to the memorial, uh, what all can they expect to see? Um, we have uh, we'll have some stuff for. I think we're going to change it up this year. We usually do a silent auction. I think this year we're going to do the Chinese style auction where you buy so many tickets for $20 or whatever. And uh, then we'll have uh, live auction stuff. We usually, we used to have a fishing trip. A guy used to do a chartered fishing trip. He, he's no longer doing that this year. So we're going to try it. We're trying to find something else big like that. And uh, just good food, good environment, friendly people. I mean, it's all the, a lot of them are the, you know, people that go to Oakshade a lot. And uh, it's just, it's a good time you come out. We have Dan Link, uh, Dan Rice does a DJ, yep. uh, does an awesome job for us. He's an awesome guy too. 
Um, can't thank him enough for he makes it just flow through. We do random 50-50 drawings for like, you know, 50 people or something just just to keep people involved and not get bored. Now for, and we do a, a bead game. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff that we do. For, for big tournament, weather permitting, we're going to yeah. try doing a cornhole tournament again. Okay. As long as the weather's nice enough to have it outside. Yeah, that's a partner draw, so you can't partner up. If you're real good and... <laughs> Ron's real good. You two can't be partners. <laughs> you can't show up as partners. Yeah, you can't show up. Now, if you guys luck out and both your names get drawn and your partners, then it's that way, you know, it's kind of fair to everybody. Sure. Nobody wants That's to be my partner. <laughs> out on that deal. Don't feel bad. I don't do it. <laughs> as far as the, the food goes uh, for picky eaters like me, what uh, what's on the menu? Um, This year we're going to do a, a taco bar, and okay. then we're going to have uh, ham, in case nobody wants to do it, you know, hot tacos, they can do like a ham sandwich. And uh, Leanne, Chris's wife, she uh, she always does uh, hot dogs and stuff for the kids in case. Because we usually do a pulled, we used to do a pulled pork sandwich, barbecue and non-barbecue and then. Uh, uh, cheesy potatoes. Yeah, cheesy potatoes, stuff like that. But this year we're going to try something different with a taco bar. Uh, you can't go wrong with a taco bar. Yeah, that's what everybody said. That's that's the new hit, you know. Everybody, so we're gonna try that, see how it goes, and uh, but there'll be hot dogs and stuff, and ham sandwiches and chips and stuff for people that don't want to do the tacos. So something for everybody. So, yeah, yeah. We try to make we try to make it. It's hard because there's picky people, you know, but we try to make it so it's good for everybody. So if, if somebody wants to, this is open to anybody, right? Uh, yeah, anybody, yeah, can come. anybody can come. Yep. Open to the race public. fans, racers, uh, whatever. Bring yeah. bring your kids. Uh, how can uh, yep. do people have to get tickets uh, ahead of time? Can they get it at the door? Uh, yep. what? At the door. At the door. It's seven dollars at the door. We'll start serving dinner at four o'clock on Saturday. And kids under five are free. Five and up are three. Three. Five to uh, I can't nineteen. Yeah, five like eighteen. Adults are seven dollars a plate, and you, and it's not that you only get one plate. If you want to go back up and snack, or whatever, you, there's nobody gonna. There's not somebody standing at the table saying you've already had one plate. You can't go back. <laughs> and that's so, that's at the. We don't, we don't yeah, we plate. don't we don't get told we get only get one plate. So, so why should we do that to anybody else? <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. it, that's at the Morenci Sportsman Club. I'm assuming in Morenci then, right? Yep. 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 Okay, so uh, what time do people use? How late does it go? Oh, if you want to stay and have a good time, we usually we're usually there until about one, two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Oh my! So you don't have to show up <laughs> right at four then. You get, can... We don't get too rowdy until the people that don't like that kind of stuff they they kind of after the auction, you know, they pretty much just go. And we don't get too rowdy. It's it's just a good time. We a lot, we try of, to, a lot of bench racing. Yeah. You, a lot you, of memories. Yep, a lot of talking between drivers and stuff. Um, another thing, um, we used to pick, like, go through the drivers and uh, go through and pick certain ones. And we tried, We did, like, ten of them, give them a little bit of money. This year, um, if, you're, if you're a race car driver, no matter if it's late model, sportsman, bomber, compact, if you come to the benefit, you put your name in a bucket, and we're going to draw three – and we're going to sponsor uh, three people. 
Well, that's pretty cool. It might not be it might not be a whole lot, but in this time, a little bit is better than nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we're just because the way we did it before, everybody's like, "Oh, you chose him because you like him." No, we didn't do it because we like somebody better than another person. We just went through, put a check by a name, and said, "Okay, this person, this person, this person," you know. And it was it was tough, but because you want to do for everybody, but you really can't. Well, and at the time, the last time we had this, you know, there was 10, 12 people right here within a mile of where we're sitting that, that were racing. That boiler helped. Yeah, yeah that boiler helped. <laughs> so. It's hard when we're this type of a community in Marenzi here. It's it's hard to pick five people to give money to. And, and now these people, these drivers, that they don't have to necessarily be Oakshade drivers, do they? No, no, okay. no, no, no. If they come, if they come to the benefit, you sign your name on it. We'll have a, a little sheet made up where put your name and like what you drive and your car number or whatever, and uh, you put it in a bucket and then. I don't know when we'll draw it. We'll draw it that night, but I don't know if it'll be, you know, say seven o'clock or eight o'clock or whatever. But this is to try getting more drivers to come to it because in the last, the first few, we didn't have hardly any. Um, but this, this is something I want to try out this year. See how it goes. And something uh, new, I believe, for for this year is too. Uh, that I don't know if uh, Rusty reached out to you or if you guys reached out to Rusty Schlenk about his uh, future of the sport uh, deal that's going to be going on. Um, yeah, that that's uh, that's still his deal. We're just doing it because he couldn't come up with uh, uh, he because he usually does his race party every year. Yeah. Well, he couldn't get a date to have one, so uh, I was talking to him one day about it or and uh, asked him if. I didn't want to, I wanted to do it to continue it because I knew he wasn't going to have a party. And, uh, I said, I called him to see what he thought if I did it, if he would be mad because he thought I was taking his thing away. And yeah. I didn't want to do that. And he goes, well, yeah, if you want to do that, I'm totally involved with it. I said, well, okay, if you want to, it's still your deal. We'll just have it at our benefit. And he was all for it. So cool. We'll talk to Rusty about the details on that then. Yeah. You'll have to do more because I don't know how many. I think we have maybe six right now or something he okay. said last time I talked to him, which was uh, just before he left to go race last weekend. So it was like last a week ago. <laughs> now, will this just be in the same building or are you guys in the same hall? Uh, I, I'm not familiar with the sportsman's club there. Yeah, it's all one big open building. Yep. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's It'll all be under one roof. There's no, there's no separation. It'll no. be... It'll be just like it's at our party. It'll just be his deal inside of our party. Yeah. That sounds great. Got a got a question here from Mike Hammer. I don't believe any relation to me. I do have an uncle named Mike, but really, uh, <laughs> I believe he's asking about the the drivers thing. If what about if you're an owner? Can can he get in on that uh, drawing? Yeah, if your driver yeah. can't make it, if your driver can't make it, you own the car. You want to put your name in? You're more than welcome. There you go. Now uh, I want to talk about the uh, the trophies. Did those start? Did did those start after you know the memorial or, or when did no, those start? Boiler started doing them. He actually uh, he he just out of the whim started putting old old uh, race car motor parts together, and he sponsored uh, one night. It was just for the bombers. It wasn't nothing like for the uh, bomber spectacular. 
He did the A, B, or A, because that was back when we had a lot of cars. They, they even had the C main. Lately, we haven't had a C main, but he did the A, B, and the C trophy, and he added more money, you know, for the winner of each of them features. So that that was him that started the, those awesome yes. trophies then with the... Yep. the yep. For for those that don't know, they're made of like uh, random engine parts. Right. I, mean, I wish I had some <laughs> pictures of them. And they weigh a ton. And, they, <laughs> and they're really cool looking too. Very yeah. unique. Uh, and on that note, we are uh, we are uh, taking motor parts for new trophies this year. <laughs> I'm all out. I I don't have any more parts I, for five years doing it. Him and I, I don't know if you have any mess left, but nope. <laughs> I have a few items, but not very much. So I am, if you had a, a bad motor deal this year and you want to donate some parts, I know like people like scrapping them, but I would, uh, I'd appreciate if I could get some, get some stuff. So there you go. If you got some old engine parts laying around, don't throw them out or scrap them. Get them to these guys. Oh, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have to ask, ask Steve. I think he's got a few. Got a few old engine parts <laughs> broken. A nice run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, uh, let's uh, moving on here. What uh, What are your guys' uh, racing plans uh, for this season? Um, I think I might, I might try to make a few, but I'm not gonna. I'm right now. I don't even have a motor, so. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to try maybe get in the motor and maybe run a couple of feet and maybe four or five shows, but I'm going to, I'll definitely be at the track, you know, but I, I was every day, every weekend last year I was there, but, uh, probably going to help out, you know, some of the guys or, you know, just walk around and visit and whatnot. But I think I'm going to, I'm going to take part of this year off. So. Okay. Still, and still running, will... still running the, uh, the bomber slash super stock. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. Sorry, Chris. No, it's fine. I'll be, I'll be out there. I don't know how much, but we we're real close to having the car together. Um, just a few odd and end things, and uh, the the baby might put some setback in the beginning of the season. But once she's able to drive, there you go. There's Perfect. What, yeah, Craig just te- texted me that uh, some of the pictures of the trophies it doesn't doesn't come out very well, but. Not bad for, for just throwing them, throw, pretty much throwing together. Just we just wing it, like put it there. Yep, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> That's about what we do. Uh, we don't draw them out. Boiler used to draw them out on a piece of paper. He'd be in the shop and he'd draw them right out. And so who, who actually out. puts them together? Are you putting them together? Um, I do. Putter, uh, Justin Gamber, putter. He helps. Uh, Garrett McLean, Skinny does. Jesse Moyer. Um, I think that's about it. So we usually we'll get together and say, "Hey, I'm gonna do. I'd like to do trophies this weekend. If you guys are available or whatnot, let's do it." So Just bring a box full of motor parts and throw them on the floor, <laughs> and we're gonna put these yep. together somehow. Yep. yep, that's what we do. <laughs> See what we got, and then we go from there. Like I said, we just wing it. Gotcha. Chris, I, I apologize. I interrupted you then to, talking about uh, your plans in, in the late model again. Uh, what do you, what you, what do you have going on with that? Um, we're about ready. We'll, we'll be out. I don't know how much, but we'll be out there this year. 
uh, maybe after the first month or so, but we'll definitely we'll definitely make an appearance this year. Just at uh, Oakshade, or are you gonna any plans to run uh, anywhere else? More than likely, more than likely, just at Oakshade with fuel prices and a newborn at home. It's gonna be a little tough, so okay. I don't want to get too far from home. So the uh, well, I guess here here's my next question because it's not the bombers anymore. It's always been the bombers spectacular. Is it gonna be the super stock spectacular? That's a lot of S's. That's that's for you. That's, that's for, for you. me to. <laughs> you gotta say it. Uh, super. I'm hoping, I'm hoping we can incorporate uh, Papa Boiler in there somehow too. So the Papa Boiler. Uh, it's always been the Papa Boiler Bomber Spectacular. The Papa Boiler yeah, Super Streets super, or whatever they Super Stock Dominator Super Stock Spectacular. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a mouthful. Can you, hand, can you do that? All no, time? I'll try, but I'll try my best. You better start practicing now. Uh, yeah, I got some time. You got so, a while, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, it, it is going to pay $1,000 then uh, to win again this year, or is that based on how much uh, you get uh, from the this uh, dinner? Um, well, Oakshade puts in the 500 mm-hmm. We do another 500 and bring it up to the original $1,000 that it used to be. So and that shouldn't be hard. I'm, I'm guessing that it's not going to be too difficult to get that 500 with this uh, fundraiser. I'm hoping not. Okay. But, uh, we're starting, due to the COVID thing, we're pretty much starting from scratch. So we, should, we shouldn't, one way or another, we'll have them on. It's usually not, it's usually not an issue. Yeah, usually it's not an issue. So. Gotcha. Do you guys uh, have all the uh, items for the, the auction then? Uh, or do you guys still taking we're any still- donations? Yep, we're oh, still, we're still we'll stay, still take them, but we have we have some. Okay, how can uh, people get a hold of you uh, ahead of time then, if if they mm-hmm. have anything? Um, you can like I don't I have Facebook, um, or my phone numbers. I don't know. That's up to you. Can write it down if they're if they're watching. Five six seven four five four seven one six six. You can either send me a text or give me a call. I always have it on me. So, or you can uh, message. Uh, my daughter Casey on Facebook. She's she's actually stepped up a bunch this year and helped get stuff around. She's going to be the one planning it from here on. You know, on out. I'm I'm getting up to the age where I'm ready to be going places and vacations. <laughs> so you're gonna head to Florida and just retire? No, yeah, I wish I could retire, but I'm gonna have to work till noon of my funeral. So. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately but uh, i think i can relate i'm just ready to that's kick back and enjoy time now it's because you have an expensive hobby and i've had that expensive hobby for a long time yeah. <laughs> all right oh, yeah. uh, I, was, I was talking to a friend of mine and you know when you run for points and stuff that's like having a second job oh yeah you can't you can't have a car and try to run top 10 in points or be consec, you know. Be consistent. I don't care if it's a late model bomber, sportsman, compact, whatever. You have to put time in the shop, no matter what you run. And a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it, you work forty hours or forty hours plus at a factory or construction or whatever. You're putting in another 30, 40 hours at, at night. You know, throughout the week, working on your car, make sure it's ready for Saturday. So that's and, why it feels like I have three jobs. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that, but, you know. Yeah, it's hard to do by yourself anymore. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. a lot of work for one person if you don't have at least a buddy or two to help. 
Yeah, it's a lot of work on one person. Luckily, we're all close enough. We all help each other around here. What uh, what do you guys call yourself? The Marinci Mafia or something? <laughs> uh, I don't know what people call us. We just we're just the, us. the hot yeah, rod welding and engineering guys. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Okay. Uh, Fair enough. We we try to help on anybody we can at the track too. So. Uh, so once again, the uh, the dinner, the Chris Howard Memorial Dinner, the Papa Boiler, Papa Boiler, Chris Howard, whatever, it's interchangeable. Uh, Memorial right. Dinner. Saturday, March 19th. That's a week from this Saturday. Renzi Sportsman Club. You said uh, dinner starts serving at 4. The doors open at 4 then, too, or the doors open any earlier? We'll, we'll let people in a little early. Okay. I mean, not noon, but a little <laughs> bit early. <laughs> gotcha. I, I'm out there all day Saturdays, the day of. So. Cool. Well, speak, speak, speaking on behalf of the other uh Super stock drivers now. Uh, we appreciate uh, everything you guys do uh, to to uh, help out all the other other racers and make the uh, spectacular actually spectacular. We try. We try. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I want to thank you guys uh, for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in a week from Saturday. Oh, and we will have uh, T-shirts for this. Uh, we have a few. We don't have a lot, but uh, different sizes uh, T-shirt that I don't. We won't be able to show it on here anyways, but um, with uh, the Hot Rod annual annual dinner and auction, then it has the thing on the back. Um, they're uh, $20 a shirt, and we'll have some there at the door until they're gone. So, uh, so an event t-shirt. Probably, probably can't see that. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. We're going to do this and go, we'll make you bigger. Wrinkly. There you go. The memory of Boiler Chris Howard. There you go. Here. You're fading away. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, guys. Uh, well, we appreciate well, you. Here's, here's, the, here's oh. the front. All right. Is there multiple colors or just uh, nope. just the blue? This is the only color we have. Is that blue or is that like a turquoise? I can't tell. Uh, blue. Blue, okay. It's, uh, light blue. It's I like blue. Color. Blue's a good color. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd like it. You'll have to, buy, you'll have to come, and, come and buy a shirt. All right. I'll definitely put that on my calendar. Yeah, it's it's go. it's a good time. I love seeing everybody come out. and I, I can't wait. I was I was totally bummed the first year we had to cancel. We waited right till the last... Well, they put stipulated you could only have 20 people in a building or in a close group or whatever the first year. And we waited and we de- we we almost did it just to be rebels to see if we could get away with it. But I didn't want to all to get in trouble. And <laughs> so um, I'm just glad we can do it now. And So, yeah, there's no restrictions at all at this point, I'm guessing. We're no, kind of back to pre-pandemic uh, <laughs> right, things. Yeah. This will be the first normal thing in a couple of years. And we try to we try to do stuff like you said for kids and uh, just it's just a fun time for everybody. I mean, I have uh, some of my friends that they don't go to Oakshade very much, but they come out and uh, they have a good time. And it's I love it. It's my favorite time. And seven bucks. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's nothing. Right. You're gonna pay more in gas just getting out. Well, not you guys, but probably us coming from Toledo. But 
Right. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but, not your I mean, fault. Right. Uh, I just, I like seeing everybody come out there and I t- try to talk to everybody and visit for a few minutes. I get pulled in so many different directions that it's kind of hard for me to do, but I try to. Um, just, it's fun, ben, you know, listen to some of the guys, how their car's coming along, what, what they've changed, uh, what they're doing new this year. You know, it's just a good time for everybody to get together and be a lot of bench racing going on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so it's a lot of fun you guys. I'd like to hope, hopefully we'll see you guys there and uh, have a good time too. Skinny, Danny, we appreciate you guys being on tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for inviting us guys. Thanks for inviting us and thanks for uh, promoting it. Anytime. No problem. All right. We'll see you guys. Yep, see you. Have a good night. Yep. There you go. Oh, look, you're, you're big. Yeah. Chris Sands and Danny Schaefer putting together, I guess, a part of a, a bigger crew uh, putting that uh, whole thing together, 7th Annual. Yeah, quite the group. Chris Howard Memorial Dinner uh, again. Week from Saturday at the Marenzi Sportsman Club. Uh, dinner starts uh, getting served about 4 o'clock. So if you get there about 4 o'clock, you're good. And it goes on until late. So you don't have to get there right at 4. It's all good. Unless they run out of tacos. Well, I'm going for the hot dogs. That's for kids. I'm a you hot don't, dog. You guy. don't I'm qualify. A kid. Whatever. Whatever. At least I'm not celebrating my 183rd birthday on May 21st. Whatever. I know. You know. Did you notice you keep getting older each time I mention it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never were good at math. No, I was not. Uh, um, should we get uh, Rusty on the phone? It looks like he's. Uh, we're going to have to call him. I'm really? Thinking. Yeah. I don't think he clicked on the link that you gave him. Really? No, no. We're gonna have to call Rusty here. Uh, before we do that, though, I gotta uh, pay a couple more bills here. Uh, uh, Dominator Race Products, a, our newest show sponsor. Yeah. Uh, check out DominatorRaceProducts.com. Uh, they have hood scoops, nose, tailpieces, other body panels, uh, wheel covers, uh, all kinds of parts for dirt, late models, modified sprint cars, street stocks, and more. DominatorRaceProducts.com. Or call 419-923-6970. You can also get Dominator products uh, available at uh, dealers across the USA. And Big D's Pizza will be giving away a uh, Big D's Pizza here a little bit later for our how many. Uh, Big D's Pizza subs, ribs, chicken, and more in Clyde, Ohio. Go ahead and order online at uh, orderbigdspizza.com. Oh, Rusty is right there. He did pop in with the video. All right, we get to see him. Um... Or give them a call, 419-547-1444. If you do it now, uh, you might have it before we're done with the show at this point. Ooh. Yeah. Even it's here? Big D's Pizza. Probably not here. Oh. I don't think you can make it to Clyde in a half hour. That pizza, his pizzas are so good. It is good. good. I miss it. we got to do another show out there. I'm th- Yeah. When it was that last it. summer we did that? I think so. It seems like it was so long ago. Not, to do not that till again. it warms up a bit. Scott. Well, yeah, we did that in July, so we'll do that again. Uh, I also got to thank Ron Miller Race Cars, 734-856-7223. Race Cars, parts, safety, equipment, service, everything a racer needs. We've got some racing news coming up, uh, some racing results. Uh, before we get to all that, though, we're going to bring in our, uh, I would say second guest, but uh, I guess technically it's third since uh, we had uh, Chris and Danny here. And we don't know how much family is going to be with him. So uh, well, It looks uh, like it's just Rusty. It's just Rusty. Yeah. Mr. Schlank, how are you? 
Good. How are you guys? Hey, wonderful. Doing all right. Uh, before uh, we, we wanted to talk to you, uh, actually, Ron kind of had the idea. He saw one of your posts about uh, the expenses uh, of racing and traveling to race. Uh, before we actually uh, talk about that, um, we were just talking to uh, Chris and Dan uh, about the uh, Chris Howard Memorial Dinner and the future of the sport things going to be going on there. Uh, Want to give a, a little bit of uh, information on that? Can people still get involved in that, or have uh, you know what's what's the status of of that at this point? Yeah, for sure. Um, we uh, obviously we normally do it at my race party every year, but um, I've just been so busy with the with the business and and racing and trying to trying to get everything going here with uh, with getting everybody ready for the race season. I just didn't have time to to, to put on my own party this year. Um, so, uh, thankfully those guys, uh, with the hot rod welding deal, they, uh, they, they came to me and told me that I could kind of piggyback their party and, and still do the, uh, the youth sponsorship. Cause that's really what, uh, that's really what means the most to, to us here at, uh, you know, I mean, here at our place that every year, not the race party was kind of done to, to be able to, to hold that event. That, that, that means more to us than anything to be able to, to give back to the kids and, and do a little something. So yeah, there's, there's still time to get in. Um, I think, uh, man, I think the due date for everything I believe is the 12th, uh, to get all the paperwork in and stuff for the kids to enter. Um, so that's Saturday. And the big, yes. Yeah. This Saturday, I'd like to have everything. That, that kind of gives us a week to get everything around and know how many kids are going to be involved and, and try to figure out how much money we're going to have to spread out and, and give away. Uh, and that's, that's the biggest thing is we're, we're very low on funds this year because, uh, Usually at it, 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 my party, I, I raised a lot more. Um, I could raise more sponsorship, and obviously most of, most of my door money came went to the uh, went to the kids uh, sponsorship deal. So we're going to be a little bit short on funds this year, um, not having uh, not having all the door funds to, to go towards it. So um, that's uh, we're we're definitely still uh, anybody that wants to help out, we're taking donations and sponsorships towards uh, towards putting uh, putting money in these kids' pockets. So is it going to work out uh, kind of the same where uh, each kid will have uh, like their own little display and then uh, people will go around and uh, drop a ticket into their bucket or? or yep, yep. It's going to be the same deal. Um, everybody, uh, all the kids have to turn in their uh, their sponsorship proposals or uh, write ups on what their what their what their plans are and their goals and and pictures of their cars and stuff like that. And we'll have them all displayed on the tables and uh, everybody at the party will vote on on uh, on the winner. So, um, every kid will, uh, usually everybody walks away with something, um, in the past, the winner's got, uh, usually around $2,000 and everybody else has walked out with two, three, four, 500 bucks even. So I don't know if it'll, I don't know if we'll be able to get it that big this year. I hope we can. I hope some people step up to the table and help us out. Um, I'm putting a few grand in out of my pocket and, uh, got a few other people helping a little bit. So hopefully we can uh, do the same deal as we always have. Rusty, I know last year's we've talked about this, but, uh, what are the qualifications for the entrance? Um, it's it just pretty much anybody that's in high school, uh, you, you gotta be a senior or younger. Um, I don't, I didn't really put an age limit on it because there's, uh, I mean, uh, there, there's, there's high schoolers that are, that are 18, um, 18 years old. Some are getting ready to turn 19. So, um, it's hard to, hard to tell a kid that's 18 years old and in high school and doesn't have a real job. That's, uh, it's hard to tell them. No, you know what I mean? Um, they, that's what this deal is about uh, to try to help kids out that, uh, that aren't out there making money and supporting themselves. They, uh, I know, I know how hard it was when I was a teenager to, 
get out of school and try to have a part-time job and work on the car and make money to do all that stuff. So that's what this is about is just helping everybody, uh, school age kids. So, um, anybody that's anybody that's a high school senior or younger, um, and, uh, they, they have to plan on racing a full season, uh, in 2022. Um, I'm obviously if, if you don't plan on racing a full season, I can't have 20 kids sitting there getting, getting money to, to, to race one time. That's, yeah. It's not fair to everybody that, that's busting their butt to, to get out there and, and run a full season. So those are, those are the requirements. And it can be any racetrack, correct? Yep. Any racetrack, any, uh, any form of racing. I don't care. Uh, I should say oval track racing. I don't care if it's asphalt or dirt, um, go-karts, quarter midgets, uh, we've had asphalt drivers. We've had dirt drivers. Um, it doesn't really matter what it is. Uh, as long as, uh, as long as it's going in a circle and, uh, chasing the checkered flag, that's all I care about. Are you going to be at the, uh, the, the Chris Howard uh, dinner then for this or, or? Yes, I plan on okay. being there. Um, in the past, I haven't been able to because we've been racing, but um, it looks like this. Uh, it looks like next weekend. I think uh, I think the weather's going to be good at Attica, so hopefully they get the race in Friday night and we'll be free on Saturday. Uh, speaking of which, a uh, plug for next week's show. Uh, we'll have uh, Rex it. Lejeune on uh, to talk about the season at Attica. Yeah. So anyways, and, and Ryan Weekman to tell us what the what weather's going to be like. Yeah. We'll have Ryan Weekman back. Remember, uh, you were in here with, uh, Ryan we- or at, uh, when we were in the studio with Ryan Weekman, that's still Man, one of my yep. favorite shows. And he had never heard of the <laughs> vortex theory. <laughs> he thought we were pulling his leg. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the, the other reason, uh, we wanted to have you on here is you traveled to, was it Tennessee Clarksville? Is that what it yes. was? Yeah, uh, this past weekend you had a pretty successful weekend, but you you ended up uh, after expenses uh, and everything. You know, you you are in the hole, even though you had a, a decent weekend. Uh, so we kind of want to talk about uh, you know you know traveling to to race at, at other tracks. Is it worth it? I mean, uh, why would why do you do it if you if you can't even break even? What's Rusty? <laughs> what's Rusty's prediction for uh, car counts in general at race tracks? Man, I, I've, I've had this conversation a lot with people. Uh, I honestly don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to hurt the local stuff. I, it might a little bit. I mean, you might see a couple cars dwindle, but for the most part, I mean, we're, you, you know it, Ron, we're racers. Uh, we're, if, if there's a race going on, we're going to figure out how to get there. Even if we got to run old tires and, and, uh, half a tank of fuel, man, we'll, we'll figure out how to make it happen. Uh, but for traveling wise, man, I don't, uh, I see some of the bigger regional races and, and national level races. Uh, I, I see the car counts being hurt there. I know, I know it's going to last week was kind of an exception. I, I expected to go down there and lose money. Um, I didn't expect to go down there and, and make money. That's not why we were going. I, I was just, I, I had a, you know, had a new car that we've only ran one time and wanted to get it tested. Um, I needed to go, I needed to get it on a, a different racetrack than what we had already ran it on. And, I knew Clarksville would be the perfect deal. I knew there'd be some good cars there. So I, I went down there expecting to lose money. Not, not quite as much money as I lost. I, I, I wish we would have, uh, would have, would have been able to recoup a little bit more, but, um, well, and I, in, I, almo- I feel like- in almost anybody's book, you had a good weekend, Rusty. Oh yeah. I mean, we ran second on Friday night and, uh, in a 3000 to win show. And then we ran fourth saturday night at a in a 7500 to win show so generally if you're in the top five of, of races that uh that pay that you're usually uh, you're usually coming out on the uh on the on the winning end of the of the money situation but um and man it just it, it cost me 750 dollars in fuel to get down there and 
I had five hundred some dollars in hotel expenses, and uh, the, the race fuels doubled. The, the, the tires are up 30 percent. I mean, everything is just—it's uh, just cost. It's costing way more than it did a couple years ago. I talked with one of our show sponsors, Craig Dipman. He's the tire guy at Oakshade Raceway. Uh, he was telling me that late model tires, the LM series, are going to be two hundred four plus tax. Uh, the, the mod tires, Each? one one sixty. Yes, sir. Holy Each. Shit. The mod tires, 160 plus tax, and the H500s, 132 plus tax. Um, factor in race fuel, which is going to be pretty darn expensive. I'm understanding that 114 is going to be near $20 a gallon. Uh, diesel fuel, 7 bucks probably by race time. Um, it's frightening what it's going to cost just to get there. Yeah, it's uh, it's not looking pretty. Um, and like I said, I, I I don't think the I don't I don't see the the local stuff being hurt too much by it because everybody you know I mean everybody lives close to their home track within or within a reasonable distance and um, it, it, uh, the local guys we can we can get away with running used tires a little bit more if we have sure. to uh, you know I mean we don't have to buy new tires the fuel the fuel is going to hurt us for sure. Um, but I, I don't see the local tracks suffering much. I, I definitely see the the bigger shows, the the five thousands, the seventy five hundreds, where they expect to draw, they expect to draw cars from four or five, six hours away. I, th- those are the ones I think you're gonna you're gonna get a handful of your locals, and uh, and then you're gonna you're gonna get a handful of uh, of national drivers, and the, the regional guy I think is gonna be kind of pushed right out of the mix. Have you heard uh, anything of these the Southwest Racing dirt ty- tires? I was I was looking at it earlier. I wish they'd make a late model tire for that price. Rusty, I have a hunch, and looking at the sidewall on that, it looks like the same tire that is being sold in Australia that I believe is coming from China. Uh-huh. Uh, China to Australia to here? <laughs> well, I, they're, they're probably coming from China to here. but uh, Do the Chinese ones, do they make a late model tire? Yes. Okay. So. They do sprint car fronts, late model tires, uh I think they were working on a sprint car right rear. I have no idea what a sprint car right rear is going to be this week. That would just, ooh, that would be, oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be sure. frightening. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and the sad part about it is the racetracks are going to be hit with the same expenses that we are. Uh, so yep. there's there's no way they can raise their purses to, right. to compensate for what we're spending. And, uh, you know, maybe the fan count will be off just a little uh because of fuel costs to get just to get there. Is there anything tracks can do to, to help out, you know, the, with the racers uh, other than raising the purse? If, if they I, mean, can. I, hate to, I hate to say it, but uh, fewer uh, pit passes are already taking a jump. I mean, I well, at Clarksville last week, we just paid 40 and $45 a night for pit passes. So oh, I, yeah. I, and I, to, the tracks are going to have to do it. I think, I mean, like, like Ron said, the, the expenses are going up for everybody. So, uh, I mean, I, I feel like they're going to have to, the, the gates are going to have to reflect the the situation. I mean, racetracks have more, they've got to spend diesel and, and gas to, to run these tracks in and prepare them. And uh, the, the food is taking a big hit. I mean, food's going to go up. Racetrack prices are going to have to go up. And I just, I just hope the fans, uh, hope the fans respect what's going on and, and understand that uh, there's, there, you're going to see, you're going to see it re- reflect the front gate and the, in the pit passes and the, uh, the cheeseburgers and the hot dogs and all that stuff and it's it's 
it's a vicious cycle, but in order to pay us racers and, and put money in their own pockets, to keep these tracks open, it's going to have to happen. Well, and sadly, and this is going to hit Scott probably worse than anybody. Uh, our home tracks, dollar hot dogs could go by the wayside. Oh. I, I don't know about Scott, you know, you know, uh, I, I grew up by the theory of, uh, just go to the hot dog stand around. So every yeah. time my brain starts smoking at the racetrack, I got to go grab me a hot dog. I, uh, I, I bet you spend four or five hundred dollars a year in hot dogs. I'm I'm pretty sure you've heard that. <laughs> That's one. a lot of hot dogs. You've heard that one more than once, haven't you? <laughs> so, is is there anything that you uh, that you do personally to try and keep costs down? Uh man, I, honestly, we're uh, we're kind of downsizing our whole operation. Um, uh, my my kid's car, obviously, he uh, he's running a sportsman now. Carter is so. I've already worked. Uh, I'm already working on uh, trying to convert his stuff over to, to ethanol um, instead of instead of buying. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that I, I get a pretty good deal on race fuel. Um, I'm, I'm sponsored by VP, so my my personal race fuel doesn't doesn't hurt me as bad as as most buying at retail. But I mean, it's still expensive. Um, but I don't have that perk with with my child, so I've got to pay full price for Carter's fuel. <laughs> um, so we're working on on trying to convert his motor over to ethanol. Um, uh, actually, I'm sitting I'm sitting in my new motorhome right now. We just uh, just bought a used motorhome to uh, to pull my wife's concession trailer with, so we can try to sell some T-shirts at racetracks to to offset some of the cost. And um, obviously, we don't have a big toter home. Uh, we got got rid of the toter home, um, so we're. Uh, we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be hauling around the country in my dually, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna get expensive buying hotel rooms. So I had to go buy a little a little a uh, little motorhome to try to try to offset sure. some of the cost a little bit. So I, 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 there's some people that that may say you know costs have always been kind of crazy with with racing. Racing's always been expensive. How how do the costs today compared to you know say even just uh, ten years ago? Oh, uh, it's just a year ago. I mean everything. Um, uh, I raced for a living for a long time. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't, I shouldn't say I raced for a living anymore. I mean, I do, obviously I make my career off of, off of racing, but, uh, from the time I graduated high school up until five, six years ago, I mean, winning races was what put money in my, I mean, that's what, that's what fed my family. Um, obviously now I have a, I have a, a business that's, that's going well and selling race cars. So I don't, uh, I don't have to rely on winning races to, uh, to put food on the table, but I do have to win races to sell race cars. So, I mean, it's kind of a vicious cycle, but, uh, I used to be able to, uh, costs were low enough as long as, as long as I built things myself and, and took care of things myself and didn't have to outsource things. Uh, that's how I made a living. I just, I outworked everybody. You know what I mean? We, it, uh, it didn't cost me as much to, to race as what, uh, what it did most people. Cause I did everything myself. I built, I built all my own parts. I built everything my whole life so I could get away with it. But nowadays everything's so expensive. I mean, man, our, uh, just, just since our, uh, our great new president got in office, uh, my, my aluminum sheets went from $49 a, a sheet to, I think I just paid $102 a sheet uh, yesterday when I ordered aluminum. So, um, I, the aluminum has literally, literally doubled, uh, the race fuel obviously is, is way up. Um, tires, uh, when I, when I was doing this a couple years ago, uh, shoot tires were a hundred and I think I was paying $157 a piece. Um, uh, I'm on a Hoosier deal. So I, I do get a little bit better deal than, than most people. Um, but I just, I just ordered 10 tires last weekend to go down to, uh, to Clarksville. And by the time I got them to my door, I paid, uh, after shipping, it was 200 bucks a tire and I'm, and I'm sponsored by Hoosier. So, <laughs> yeah. 
it's uh man it's it's huge like every it, literally everything costs twice as much as it did four or five years ago are, are track uh, purses keeping up with it you think? no they haven't moved i mean i i've been racing uh uh, I've been racing the same two racetracks locally for since I started this deal. And, um, man, I think my first race at Attica and my first race at Oakshade were in 2000 and maybe right around 2000, 2001. And, uh, I got, uh, I got 1200 bucks to win. Uh, I, I won, I think I won six or seven features at Oakshade last year and I got 1250 bucks to win. So <laughs> it's, uh, the, the purses are not reflecting the, uh, the cost of, of, of what we do for sure. Do you think, uh, a harder tire roll would save anybody any money? I don't think so. Uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, the harder tire rules, I believe make, uh, make the guys that know what they're doing and that have bigger budgets, uh, to put them on top because I've, I've tried explaining this to Merritt uh, and Tri-City up there for, for the last few years. An LM30, they, they have a 30 tire rule up there. Well, an LM30 uh, is, is good for, for one, one heat cycle. I mean, after that heat cycle, that tire is just inconsistent. It, it might fire, it might not fire. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's three to four tenths of a second after, after you run that tire in a feature. It, it, you drop off that much. I mean, it's almost half a second. Um, a 20, once the 20 loses its edges, you don't lose much. Uh, the softer tire doesn't doesn't fall off as much until that thing's got a quarter tread left. Then it starts falling off a little bit. So I, the the local guy, if, if, if there needs to be a tire rule, uh, it, I, I don't – I mean, honestly, I think it needs to be a softer rule because the softer tire uh, – I, I can run a 23 or 4 races um, – and and only be off a tenth or two if if i run a 30 or a 40 that many times i mean you're you're off half a second by the end of the you know what i mean by the end of the life of that tire so it, it unfortunately right. in our world the harder tire kind of it, it's going to look better longer there's going to be more tread on it um but it's going to separate the competition a lot more unfortunately so what uh, what do you look uh, look at when when you decide what tracks to to travel to um, man, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, nowadays, uh, nowadays I'm, I'm more, uh, I'm looking for the bigger purse, obviously. Um, and, and the, the least amount of travel, uh, I used to, I used to just try to find the tracks where I could where I knew I could go run up front and make money and, and win races for, you know I mean? To, uh, to run up front and points. That was my biggest deal. But like I said, now I don't, I don't have to rely on that paycheck from the racetrack, thankfully. Um, so it's more about trying to get my, my chassis out there now and, and get, get my brand recognized. So, um, I've just been trying to hit a hit bigger races where I know that, uh, I don't have cars in that area. Um, we went out to Vado, New Mexico and, and ran good. We went out to Las Vegas and ran good. We went out to, uh, we went down to Georgia. It's Trevin a couple weeks ago and ran third at a, a 10,000 win Southern all-stars race. Um, went down to Clarksville. I mean, we, did you make money? To, did you come out ahead at any of those, on any of those trips? That, absolutely not. No, it, those were, uh, those were all write-offs for the business. <laughs> Gotcha. So, what what are your plans as far as racing goes uh, for the rest of this year? Um, I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, obviously, uh, the the fuel prices are going to kind of kind of determine most of it. But uh, I want to get Carter a full year in a car. Um, I think we're going to try to let him run for points at Oakshade in the in the Sportsman class. Uh, and I don't want to miss. Uh, I want to miss as little of those as possible, as few of those as possible. Um, 
so I, I, I plan on running around home a lot um, on uh, on my off nights, but I want to. I've looked into doing the the deal up in Michigan. Um, it's, it's a long haul for me, but that's one of the reasons we got this camper. So I have some place to stay uh, or this motorhome. Um, so I'll probably do a lot of the uh, uh, the Merritt Tri City Challenge Series deal. Uh, the, the payout there is really good. Uh, I don't know how much of it I'll run if I'll do the whole thing, but I'll probably stick between that and uh, and just just bigger races around the house. Do you, do you when you look at the payout? Do you look at uh, you know how much it is to win, or do you look at how well it pays back through the field i've never really looked at the the amount to win i mean obviously uh obviously we're there to win um but i that that third that that second third fourth place pay is is more what draws me to the racetrack uh obviously we're not going to win every night i mean i try to every year we kind of hover around a a a 28 to 30 percent win percentage so uh, every time i show up at the track i've got a i got a 30 percent chance of winning so 30 percent of those nights yeah it's nice to get that that big win money but the the 70 percent of the nights that we don't win uh it's if i run second or third or fourth it's nice to be able to to know that i've got the money to get home on gotcha i know a lot of people will be uh happy to have a 30 percent win percentage or 20 or <laughs> 10 even five you know <laughs> just saying but uh, uh you want to give a, a shout out for uh domination race cars there before we uh let you go yeah i made sure i wore the hoodie i saw uh, that <laughs> uh no uh I, I appreciate you having me on it definitely any anytime i get to, to to promote the business or what we're doing it's huge so um yeah we uh we started this deal two years ago and we've we've built 32 cars so far so it's it's been a been a pretty cool endeavor um never thought i'd be building my own race cars i, I as far as to sell i've always built my own cars to race but uh, it, it feels pretty cool to be able to to put some cars out there i'm sure you know the feeling ron if you yeah, put a few out there in your day so yeah it feels good to feels good to be able to watch these uh watch these guys drive uh to different racetracks and, and and run good and win races with these cars that we built here in the shop and um still uh still a work in progress man we're still a really little company but uh i think we I think we got huge, uh, huge plans for the future. I, I think uh, I think we'll be around for a while. That's a good thing, awesome. and definitely uh, like uh, the the uh, CJ Rayburn uh, design on, on your car. Yeah. Well, I, I think Ron, I think Ron knows as, as well as any of us. We uh, we wouldn't be sitting here having this yeah. conversation, I don't think, without the man. Uh, That's without right. the man behind that paint scheme. So um, we. Uh, I, w- I wish we could all run a CJ Rayburn car this year because he, uh, he uh, if it wasn't for him, there'd be a lot different in the sport for sure. Are you going to run that uh, that scheme the the entire year then? No, no, I don't think so. Um, depending, we may have to run it one more race. I, we may end up running it at Attica. I might run out of time, but I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to get my own wrap put back on the thing here shortly, and I'm going to put that body aside for the uh, the memorial race at. Um, uh circle city here in a few weeks i think it's uh, i think it's actually easter sunday uh cj's memorial race the ten thousand to win at circle city in indianapolis uh that'll be the that'll be the last the last race on the uh, cj tribute body wonder how many cj cars will be there i'm sure there'll be more than me <laughs> <laughs> all right rusty well we appreciate the time and uh giving us some insight there into uh, all the expenses here in 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 racing Thanks, guys. I appreciate the appreciate having me on here, and 
if anybody if anybody wants to uh, help donate to this uh, fundraiser we're having for the kids this weekend, look me up on Facebook or uh, or shoot me a message or a text at uh, at five six seven two zero two seven 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 one, and uh, we'll make sure that money uh, gets in the hands of a of a kid that hopefully has a bright future. That's right. We'll see you next Saturday. Yeah. And, Thanks, and, guys. I appreciate and, it. And you said uh, that uh, Attica is your next race. Yep, as of now, I think that's the uh, that's the plan. We're going to run Attica next Friday, and then... Uh, Wait a minute. Um, Wait a minute. You always said you don't decide where you're going to race until the morning of. And this is like, <laughs> this is like a whole week out. Well, I, right, I, was, right. I was just going to tell him that we had big expectations at oh, his yeah. next race. I wondered where it was going to be. He, <laughs> you, you know that deal. Right. I know the I know the the uh, the deal. We uh, you kind of let me down though. I think the last time we were on here, I didn't win. I think we're like three for four now. We don't have a perfect win percentage anymore. Well, let's hey, bring we're, that we're still seventy five percent. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, that's just, higher than your thirty. <laughs> just bring it bring that percentage back up. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, Rusty. All right, thanks, guys. Yep, we'll see. Thanks, ya. Rusty. Mm, bye. Bye. There's a uh, Rusty Slank. Driver of the CJ1 and also the uh, 91. Or whatever number happens. To end up on the car? Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up, we have uh, how many and your chance to win a Big D's pizza. We'll be doing that here in just a couple minutes. Uh, first up, we have some results from this uh, past weekend. I can find what page I'm on. Too much prep here. Uh, the World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Drink uh, Sprint Cars. We're at the Cotton Bowl Speedway. Uh, Friday night, uh, hot, uh, Sheldon Hottenshield uh, became the first repeat winner of the season. Saturday, Carson Cito picked up the win. Next up for the uh, World of Outlaw Sprint Cars is uh, this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday. They're going to be at uh, Thunder Bowl Raceway out there in California. Uh, NASCAR action Sunday, Alex Bowman won the Wise Power 400 at uh, Las Vegas after a late caution, kind of shuffled things up. Looked like Kurt Busch was going to win it. And uh, this is uh, what Kurt Busch had to uh, say on the radio immediately following the, uh, the race. Always uh, level-headed Kurt Busch there. Very calm and collected. Uh, anyways, I guess... Uh, he spoke his mind. Yeah. Well, him and uh, Alex That's a lot of effing. spoke on uh, Monday, I believe it was, and uh, Alex uh, said that uh, Kyle, you know, everything's fine. Kyle was just mad that he lost the race after yeah. being up front. So, yeah. Uh, Kyle Busch being Kyle Busch, really. Um, next up for the Cup Series is the uh, Ruoff Mortgage 500. That's going to be at Phoenix on Sunday at 3.30 on Fox. The Xfinity Series... Uh, Saturday, the Alsco Uniforms 300 was won by Ty Gibbs. Uh, and then uh, next up for those guys, it's going to be the United Reynolds 200 at Phoenix on Saturday. It's going to be at 4.30 on FS1. Trucks in action. They uh, raced Friday night. Chandler Smith picked up the victory in the Victoria's Voice 200. Uh, those guys, uh, next race is not going to be until next week. Saturday, March 19th, it's going to be the freight auctions fr8 auctions i think that's freight okay uh 200 at atlanta motor speedway that'll be at 230 on fs1 on march 19th and uh other noteworthy uh, action uh the takasi toilet bowl classic at clarksville speedway 
Dennis Herb Jr. picking up the win Friday night. Rusty Slake, we just spoke to, finishing second. Mike Boers was out there. Attica regular, sometimes Oakshade, uh, finished 13th. Dan Wallace also out there. Some local boys. He finished uh, 17th. Saturday, Corey Hedgecock picked up the win. Rusty Slake finished 4th. Dan Wallace was 15th, and Boers finished 19th. Um, and that's all the racing action from this past weekend. All the news that's fit to print. Yeah, it's not all the news. <clears throat> but wait, there's more? Yeah. Uh, Wally Dallenbach and uh, Indy 500, uh, 1985, excuse me, Indy 500 winner Danny Sullivan are the uh, 2022 inductees into the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Hall of Fame. I liked Wally. Yeah. Wally was a good guy. I remember Danny Sullivan, the name, when I was a kid, but that's about it. Punk. Young kid. I know. Wait, what? <laughs> Calling me a young kid or Danny y- Sullivan a you, young kid? You. All right. Anyways, uh, Fremont Speedway has uh, finally <clears throat> published their 2022 schedule. We talked about that uh, a couple weeks ago, but now it is available on their website, FremontOHSpeedway.com. Uh, their 2022 season kicks off on April 23rd. Uh, Friday night's uh, truck race, Spencer Boyd was injured in the late race caution at the uh, or late race uh, crash at the end of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series race Friday night at Las Vegas. He was actually sent to a local hospital with a dislocated shoulder. He was evaluated and released and uh, will have to undergo further evaluation after returning home to North Carolina before being cleared to compete in uh, their next race at Atlanta next weekend. Uh, did you hear about the what happened with that? I didn't. About NASCAR, uh, yeah. The uh, crash was a single-truck incident with two laps to go, and uh, he basically crashed into the inside wall down the backstretch. Right. And with two laps to go, NASCAR decided we're just going to keep him racing. Uh, so Ooh. they kept going until they're at, at least a lap after the car was the truck was sitting there. And then another crash happened, and they finally threw the yellow. Uh, I'm not sure if they weren't aware of how hard he hit. or uh, There was no real video that I could find uh, of his uh, crash other than uh, an in-car from way far away, and you couldn't really tell what happened other than you could watch him crash, and then the same you stuck with that in-car until it came around again. Then you could see Ooh. his truck still sitting in the infield uh, before the, the yellow flag came out. Uh, NASCAR had this to say on Tuesday regarding that incident. Quote, first and foremost, we're glad that Spencer is okay. Second, that's on us. We have to own that as a sanctioning body. We had meetings post-event to look at our process and procedure and what we need to do to be better. We have more meetings to put more process in place to make sure that never, ever happens again. And if they would have thrown the yellow with two to go, I mean, that would have been before the white flag. So I understand when it's the white flag lap, they'd want them Next do everything fl- they next can. Next flag ends the race. Yeah, to race back to the, the 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 checkered. But, yeah, I don't know. Damned if you do and damned if you don't for them, I guess. Uh, Kurt Busch uh, actually had a – we got another great uh, audio clip from Kurt Busch here uh, from this past weekend. He had a great answer when he was asked about having uh, his team thrash uh, on Saturday night to uh, get a backup car ready after he crashed in practice. If you missed it, it was a car in gray primer that they were calling a parts car that they could take stuff off of if they needed to fix their primary car. They had not intended to use that car even as a backup. No, and this, but, but he damaged the original car bad enough that they had to go with this. And this, this is what he had to say about it. 
I know you didn't have time in your primary, but how did you, how was that car considering all the work that had to be done on it today? It was fine. They're all the same. They're bought at Walmart. There you go. You want to get in a NASCAR? Let's head up to Walmart. Buy your own chassis. You know, I'm not so sure that that's wrong. <laughs> uh, Zane Smith was disqualified after finishing second on the track in Friday's NASCAR truck race at Las Vegas due to a lug nut violation. Uh, with the start of Formula One season only two weeks away, Haas Formula One has parted ways with uh, one of its two drivers, Russian hot shoe Nikita Mazepin. Uh, they've terminated his contract as a result of the ongoing Russian invasion of uh, Ukraine. It's always weird how national news somehow affects Filters racing. on down. Filters into racing in some way or another. Uh, Lucas Oil late model uh, series and 411 Motor Speedway. Uh, officials have agreed to cancel this weekend's double header due to forecasted rain, snow, and below freezing temperatures. The series will return to 411 uh, Motor Speedway in March 2023. The next event for the Lucas Oil Late Model Series will now be the Buckeye Spring 50 at Atomic Speedway on Saturday, March 19th. That's next Saturday. Uh, World of Outlaws case late models have canceled this weekend's racing scheduled for uh, the Rev. Blaming it on the weather, the Rev promoter had a different opinion and plans to uh, run an alternative show on Sunday afternoon. Uh, did you see any of that? I didn't. You didn't? No. Yeah. It's been a busy week at Ron Miller Race yeah. Cars. I'm sorry. He's the, the promoter seems to think, that, no, that's good. I like that you're busy because yeah. maybe you'll get to my car eventually. But Right. Uh, the promoter seemed to think it was, had something to do with uh, the ticket sales, the you know, pre-tickets, pre-sales, pre-sales weren't. Um, as 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 good, good as, as they had hoped. They had hoped. Yeah, did I say Kurt Busch earlier instead of Kyle Busch? I see John Young said Kyle Busch. I think I did. Yeah, well, yeah, the thank younger you. Bush. Thank you, John. Yeah, I get them mixed up. But anyways, uh, you knew what we meant. Yeah, but uh, so the World of Outlaws blaming it on the weather and uh, the Rev Promoter is uh, going to go on with a, a, a racing event uh, anyways. Uh, I believe it's, it's going to be like crate late models and other support classes to run oh, okay. on Sunday afternoon. So uh, there'll be some racing out there. Uh, the next event for the World of Outlaws uh, late models will be on March 24th and 25th at Cherokee Speedway in South Carolina. Uh, Lucas Oil late models and Racing for Heroes have teamed up. Chris Mize would uh, appreciate this. I thought yeah. this was oh, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, the Racing for Heroes organization are the sponsor of the start zone for the uh, Lucas Oil Late Model C- Series this season. Uh, Racing for Heroes is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering the lives of our nation's veterans through motorsports, health, wellness, and employment opportunities. Racing for Health, or Racing for uh, Heroes helps uh, veterans with post-traumatic stress, traumatic brain injuries, and drug addictions because of these uh, Neurological damages caused by uh, trauma. Don't try to explain that as they come to the cart, the start zone. Racing for uh, Heroes provides uh, veterans a, a place to improve their health and wellness with employment opportunities while uh, incorporating engagement in motorsports as real therapy. So who, who knew? Motorsports is therapeutic. I'm all about it. Uh, Tony Stewart's All Stars uh, Circuit of Champions announced Tezos. I'm hoping that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, that Tezos. Tezos. Uh, as the new series official title sponsor, uh, Flow Racing, as they were known as the Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions, will continue to stream uh, all the All-Star events live, but now it is going to be known as the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, 
and uh, I guess that's uh, some Bitcoin, uh, that fungal yeah. stuff. Uh, no, it's all weird stuff. Uh, other uh, Tony Stewart, Stewart news. Uh, actually, it's SRX news. Ryan Blaney is going to go head-to-head with his father, Dave Blaney, the 1995 World of Outlaws champion when the series competes at Sharon Speedway on July 23rd, the only other time uh, the father-son uh, duo have raced directly against each other was uh, during the first NASCAR Truck Series race at Eldora in 2013. Dave finished ninth. Ryan finished 15th in that. Oh, the old man won. Yeah, crazy the way that happens. Uh, Angie Pierce, Bobby Pierce's uh, wife, uh, announced on Facebook that Bob Pierce Sr.'s uh, cancer has returned and he will be uh, undergoing surgery to remove the tumors and then six more weeks of uh, treatment. So our thoughts and prayers go out to Absolutely. Uh, their family. Uh, David Gilliland Racing, uh, hauler driver Stephen Stotts, uh, 54, was killed in an accident on I-20 south of Longview, Texas, at around uh, 4.25 a.m. Um, when was that? Yesterday? day before yesterday. I think it was Wednesday. I didn't put the Tuesday. day. I just put the time. But uh, Stotts uh, was driving the uh, tractor trailer uh, when he came up on a uh, SUV with a small box trailer and struck that other vehicle. Both vehicles crashed into the median. Young Mo Kane, 63, was the driver of the SUV, was uh, taken to a local hospital in stable condition. Uh, two passengers in the tractor trailer, uh, John Zaveri, Zaveril, uh, who's 38, and Michael Mizzle, uh, 45, were also taken to the hospital in stable condition. Um, that was the uh, hauler for Taylor Gray uh, for ARCA, and right. his participation in tomorrow's ARCA race remains undetermined at this point. Yeah, I even checked uh, their Facebook for an update just before we came on. Uh, still no update. Racers being racers, I, I I would almost wager that something will be, be put together for them. Yeah. One last uh, bit of news here. Uh, Toledo Flat Rock uh, Enduro Factory Stock Class uh, has a tire rule change. I saw that. Did Boy, you? Yeah. Due to uh, continued issues with Hoosier D800 tire inventories, the rules have changed uh, to treaded DOT street tires. No slicks or racing tires, retreads, recaps, etc. Uh, check out ToledoSpeedway.com for more information on that. Uh, so only DOT tires. And it's, Scott, we've run into that situation in, in support classes before. The 15-inch the street tires are getting hard to find. They're expensive. And they're all over the board as far as, I mean... The more money you spend, the faster you're going to go. Uh, I don't with know. DOT tires. Yeah. When it comes to DOT tires on dirt, how does that work? About the same. I, if you remember back when you started, the the Mickey Thompson tire was the hot setup, and and um, they're just getting. I mean, I'll bet they're one hundred and eighty dollars. Oh, just just for grins. But I, you can use used tires, though. Oh yeah, but you're not going to win on a used yeah. tire. I went to uh, Walmart's website and looked. Did up. you buy a chassis? No, I, but I did. I hear they at, have NASCAR chassis. Yes, there. they do, but they those chassis don't fit the rules anywhere we race, Scott. Okay. But uh, yeah, the uh, a Cooper Cobra two fifty five sixty fifteen, which uh, meets Arca's rule package, um, is one hundred and sixty five dollars. Um, 
I don't know. So it's a matter of not having any tires, though, I right. think is the big issue. Oh, it, it really is. And that could jump up and bite a lot of tracks this year. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll probably have Scott Schultz on before uh, the Flat Rock opener. and Maybe right. we'll ask him about that. Uh, last week's how many was uh, how many letters were going to be in the hood of the winning car at Las Vegas in the cup race. Ooh, 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 I know, and I know. And you looked at me like I was on crack when I came up with that. <laughs> I just asked um, you what you were smoking, yeah. that's all. Number, f- there was four, Ally, A-L-L-Y. Four letters uh, were on the hood. So you picked 19, I think I picked 20. Uh, you were closest uh, as far as the sh- people on the show here. Well, that was a gimme because it was an over-under yeah, that's thing. that's pretty much it, yeah. Uh, our listener winner was, uh, we had a tie, but we're going to give it to Bob Gilbert because uh, Dean Henry was the other winner. Oh. And he can have Big D's Pizza whenever he wants. Anytime. So. Uh, Bob Gilbert guessed five as well as Dean Henry. And uh, Bob Gilbert is uh, last week's winner for a Big D's Pizza. This week's How Many and your chance to win a Big D's Pizza is, uh, uh, I think I had uh, how many late models were going to be at uh, in the Lucas Oil deal at 411. Before uh, that got canceled, zero. Be zero at this point. Can can I take? And zero? then I changed it, and luckily I didn't change it to the World of Outlaw Sprint or uh, Late Models because that also got canceled. So we're sticking with the World of Outlaw uh, Sprints at Thunderbolt Speedway on Saturday, Texas, California, California. Okay. So uh, and oh, that's right, I won. Yeah. You, so yeah, you I won. got. How many sprints are we going to have in action? Qualifying, hot laps, whatever. USAC. Checked in. USAC? World of Outlaws. World of Outlaw. 22. 22? Not everybody's going to make the trip out to uh, California? Nah. Okay. The, you know, the, the, there are quite a few sprint cars in California, so I, I, I'm probably on the light side. But Will Kyle Larson be racing? It's a Saturday night, and Phoenix isn't that far away. I, I, I saw his schedule, and I can't remember what it was. I'm going to go with uh, 23 then. I'll do oh, the over-under. <laughs> 23. So if you would like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, go ahead and put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live. Uh, we'll give you until th- uh, yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern, because that's, that's noon out there in California. 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Uh, so if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio or Spotify or Amazon Music or whatever your podcasting choice is, uh, you can find our Facebook Live by going to facebook.com slash Report. And uh, Dave says Kyle is racing both nights. Uh, put your guess in the comments. And it uh, looks like we have guesses ranging from uh, 30 looks to be on the high end, 27, 22 on the low end so far. So. And if uh, you guess the same number as somebody else, that's okay. We'll spin the Big D's Pizza wheel if we have a tie to determine the winner of uh, Big D's Pizza next week on the show. Coming up, uh, we have racing in the area. Next weekend is uh, Attica Raceway is going to be kicking things off with the construction equipment and supply night, 410 sprints, UMP late models, 305 sprints, gates open at 5, racing at 745. That's next Friday night, the 18th. General uh, general admission for adults, 18 bucks, And uh, they do have Saturday the 19th as a rain date for that. 
I saw I saw the extended forecast. I know midweek. Supposed to it, warm up next week. Yeah, it is. Uh, like at least midweek. Just in time. In, in the mid sixties. I mean, oh, open the pool, baby. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, yeah. Thanks to uh, associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors uh, Matt Swanner, John Young, Doug Dock, and Bob, Bob Stashak. Uh, they're always throwing all kinds of inf- – I almost have information yeah. overload coming at me sometimes, but it's all good. It's all good. Uh, next week on the show, as I mentioned, we'll have uh, Attica Raceway Park uh, race director Rex Lejeune. Uh, he's going to join us again talk about the 2022 race season at Attica Raceway Park, uh, which, as we just mentioned, kicks off a week from tomorrow. So that's, that's exciting. That's technically the – Unofficial start of racing in our neck of the woods. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, two weeks from tonight, you want to mention who we're, we're going to have on? A.J. Nylander, uh, legendary racer uh, in stock cars in Australia. Uh, they're doing a just a, a big blowout. Uh, thank you for, for A.J. And uh, Is he, he retiring? Um, his boys are still racing, and, and AJ is still building and working on their cars. So, uh, if you get a chance, just go to LMRWA, Late Model Racing Western Australia, and there's a tribute to him on there, and uh, he'll be live on our show in two weeks. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube. Uh, as I mentioned before, listen to us on our on your favorite podcasting platform, on demand, anytime. HammerdownRacingReport.com for uh, all that information as well as sponsorship information. Join our uh, Hammerdown Army mailing list. Uh, there's a store on there. You can get some Hammerdown Racing yeah. Report. Swag. Apparel, swag, yes. Uh, make sure to rate and review us. Share us with your friends. We appreciate it. Yeah. So that's it, I we'll, think. We'll be much. back in next week for... Next week with uh, Rex. 222. 222. Next week, yeah. That was last week, wasn't it? Two months or two weeks ago? What or was? 22222. Two, 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 two. Oh, yeah. Wrong, different 222. Two, two. <laughs> Show number 222 two will be next week. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dominator Race Products, and Headhunters Barber Studio and Salon in uh, Perrysburg for uh, sponsoring us. That's going to do it for uh, tonight's show. Thanks again to uh, Danny Schaefer, Chris Sands, and Rusty Schlank for uh, joining us this evening. And uh, we'll see you back next week, 7 o'clock, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter with Rex Lejeune. Thanks for putting up with, with us again there, folks. Thanks. Yeah. I just, I just want to hear this again. I know you didn't have time in your primary, but how did you, how was that car considering all the work that had to be done on it today? It was fine. They're all the same. They're bought at Walmart. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.